Hey, this is John Lagadakis, and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of a call that I do each week with other internet marketers where we talk about how we can market our products and services better, how we can get more traffic and make more sales. Now, if you want to join this private coaching group, go ahead and visit my blog. It's johnlagodakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K. Is.com. And also on the blog, I've got a transcript of everything that we talk about, including links to sites that I mentioned. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Lol. Morning, Orika. Hi. So uh, let me begin this call by, by asking how has everyone's week been? Anything anyone has done that we wanted to share with the group? Uh, well, I've been looking at um, you know ways to make money out of music, and like it's there's just a an avalanche of information. Some of which is good, and some of which is like well, great for bands and great for someone who's pretty well you know get you know out there with got uh, a great fan base and got uh, you know a whole album or two already. And I'm like uh, you know I've just finished one song and <laughs> I'm waiting on a mate to get back to me with a. A rough, re- a rough uh, demo recording of it, mm. um, but yeah, uh, look, there's that much information on the internet about how to make money on the in- uh, on, you know, how to make money out of music. It's mind-boggling. Okay, great, come and across, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Oh, oh, sorry, I've just come across a few different, um, um, uh, you know, uh, URLs if you like, or, or, or websites. You know, TuneCore.com, which sounds fantastic. I'm going to look into that. Uh, you know, there's ways of, you know, how to, you know, information on how to, you know, how, what what topics a, a musician can blog about, uh, you know, and, and affiliate marketing and all sorts of, you know, it's it's just there. It's just a matter of filtering it through through it all. So I have to, you know, spend time doing that now. Yeah. So, well, we can actually, <clears throat> sorry, we, we're going to talk a bit about that today. We're actually we're going to talk on that specific topic today. So. I'm glad you did a uh, research into it during the week, because that'll um, that'll help as we discuss it a bit further uh, a bit further on in the call. All right, uh, thanks, Law, for the update. Um, Orika and uh, hi. Uh, yes, please, Orika. Uh, tell us uh, what you've been up to this week. So I just came in the house, so I picked up the mail and I got the check for $80 from my energy company. And I am very happy because uh, this will be my product, actually, which I want to work with you to promote more. Because the company has, besides the Kanga water machine, has this supplement nutrition, which is called Yukon. I, I put the uh, website domain on the... Uh, on the screen, if you want to click on youconforhealth.com, uh, which is a product which we buy every three months and give you an ID from our company and you can sell Yukon supplement nutrition or you can sell the machine or you can sell the shower, whatever you get. So um, it's pretty, I like to work with this one online because it's a lower um, profile product. It's not so low, low key, it's not so expensive. Yeah. The cost 
it's about $660 every three months, but they give you 1,000 pills for that money. Yeah. So you have the supplement nutrition and you have the right to do business, which to me is a great advantage. And uh, with this cell, I have actually 21 units and I am uh, 4A in the scale of the payment. And if I sell a machine, I make $855 for the machine, uh, which makes me pretty happy. So I am good. I had a very busy weekend. I was uh, in a few training. I have potential clients in the training. And um, I am still positive. I guess I am going on my plan and my strategy. So, yeah, fantastic. All right, thank you. And uh, we'll talk about it. Thanks for sending that link. I'll, we'll, we're going to talk about that as well. We're going to have a look at that. We're talking okay, about monetizing thanks. it. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's, uh, Mel, tell us about your week. <clears throat> yeah, things are getting to a, a fair extreme. So I've got to overhaul things drastically I, I can't keep on the present tack yeah 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 so I got your message and uh, so let's talk about that today when we talk about uh, as, as we go on uh, moving forward with your the plans for your business okay and uh, Julie welcome to the call Julie can you hear us Julie sorry Ah, there you are. Sorry. I had the mic muted mute and hadn't realised it. No, that's fine. Uh, how did I go? Well, my problem is time management. And so what I've been doing, I've been I've tried a different tactic and it's working for me at the moment. So, uh, yeah, it's letting me get on with what I need to do. Before, it was like all over the place. Uh, I've been attending a lot of seminars in the city as well, all about health, how to market it. Uh, from other business uh, models and how I can apply it to mine. Yeah. So that's come in very handy. Um, what else have I been doing? I actually attended another one uh, yesterday on edible weeds. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you probably think, what's that got to do with the price of butter? Everything, because it all boils down to one thing, health, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. well, that's, uh, that's great. I mean, um, I, I attend uh, seminars on, yeah, so to educate ourselves in the market or to educate yeah. ourselves about our business, they're all good. Yeah, yeah this particular model um, is launching in uh, September of this year, sem- August or September, and what they're trying, instead of like it used to be the network marketing where you had to, you know, throw parties and get people to join up, blah, blah, blah. It's all going to be totally different. And I thought to myself, okay, maybe I can apply some of this information to what I'm doing. Yeah. So they're going into social marketing, Mm -hmm. which is totally a different model to the one that they had uh, previously, and it's going to work for the benefit of all, not just a person that does very, very well and they get all the rewards. They're going to do it uh, right across the board, including customers. Customers that join up as customers don't want to do it as a business. Uh, they'll also be rewarded. Not as much, but they'll be rewarded. It's sort of like the reward system that they've got now in retail shops. Yeah. 
uh, whether you can get, open up an account with them and for every time you purchase something, they'll give you a dollar for every $30 you spend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, they'll send you a rewards voucher. Like you, if you come in between such and such a time, we'll give you $10 off your next purchase or $20 off your next purchase. So that's how they're going. And they think that that's really hitting off in America. Hmm. So it it won't apply to me in that sense because I won't be giving anybody any pointers to read my blog. But, uh, yeah, the um, e-book's coming along nicely. I'm going to be – there's not much um, variety in veganism unless you go into replicating the old diet but using vegan foods. I don't want to be reminded that I once ate meat, for instance, or I ate uh, apple pie, for instance. I want to just keep it plain and simple. So people coming in to read and say, oh, this is very easy Mm -hmm. to to do. And I'll also incorporate vegetarian recipes because vegan, uh, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't really make a fairly – not not a thick book, but you know there there wouldn't be enough in vegan to really um, make a book out of. So if, I've decided to incorporate vegetarian, like vegan on one side, vegetarian on the other, mm-hmm. and how it compares to either one. So it depends on whether you're vegetarian and you want to stick to vegetarianism, because a lot of people are still vegetarian. They don't eat any of the meats, but they'll eat the byproducts like dairy. Mm-hmm eggs, etc. right? Yeah. And there's some it's, that will eat fish and eggs. That, um, you're comparing the two, like it, uh, you're saying you, on, on one hand you'll have a, a, vegetarian, uh, a vegetarian recipe and then you'll have a vegan alternative. Is that what no, you mean? No, no, not in the same. I'll have the front of the book on veganism, oh, okay. uh, what you can, and then at the back, if you choose to not totally go raw, you can have... Um, you can have other foods incorporated in your diet if you so wish. It's your choice. Okay. So I'm not I'm not saying that raw is um, the way to go. A lot of people just look at it and say you're crazy. Well, I'm still living after 17 months, so how crazy am I? Mm-hmm. I'm as fit yeah. as a fiddle for a nearly 70 year old. I'm um, right. taking a two hour walk tonight with my dog in the park. There's a group of us going, so we're doing it for our own health. But in the group, I've got meat eaters. One of them is a vegetarian. But her her reason for going vegetarian is because her daughter's on it and she can't be bothered cooking one meal for her husband, <laughs> one meal for her daughter, and one meal for herself. So she's decided to go vegetarian as well. Mm-hmm. But that's her right. reason, right? Mm-hmm. Because I asked her, why did she go vegetarian? If she had said for animal rights, blah, 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 you know, this and that and the other and health reasons, I would have understood that. But when she says, oh, it picks my daughters on it, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's different reasons for yeah. changing your diet. Yeah. Well, I think the, the important thing I think we can all get out of what you're talking about here, Julie, is understanding your market. You see, mm. you, because of... Now, all, all this stuff you're talking about here, it, it's very obvious to me that you understand your market. Like, you, you know, what, uh, you know, or you're at least you're seeking to know why people do what the, what they're doing in the market. Like, why, exactly. why, why are they becoming vegans? Why are they becoming vegetarians? Um, how, 
how can you best get your message across to the most people? Yeah, so that's excellent. That, that's that's really well, good. What really interested me was for years people kept saying wash your rice and then cook it. And then I read somewhere why people wash their rice. It's to bring the flavor out. But what they're doing it is destroying a vitamin called B1, mm. which everybody needs in their body, at least 1.1 grams of it. And B1 is destroyed by heat, light, and oxygen, right? It also destroys the vitamin, lose, uh, loses, um, uh, losses occur in excessive washing of foods. Mm-hmm. And in dust, like for instance, yeah. if you boil potatoes, folks, don't throw the, the, the water away. Because all the nutrients from the potatoes is in the bottle, in the uh, boiled water beneath, right? Mm. So what you need to do with this water is use it as a basis for a hearty vegetable soup. Throw your vegetables in it mm-hmm. and yeah. you'll enjoy the soup. It'll be heartier mm. because it's got that potato in it. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I think that it's very common for us, especially these days, the more further we get away from uh, nature and is that we lose perspective on why or lose understanding of why we do certain things, right? It's like the story of the of the lady that um, was preparing a meal for her family. She was preparing a lamb roast, and she would cut cut the ends of the um, of the, the leg away before putting it in dish to put it into the oven. And and uh, someone asked her one day, why do you do that? Why do you cut off the, the ends of your leg of lamb before you put it into the oven? And the lady said, it tastes better that way. It's it's um, it's the way my uh, mother taught me how to, to cook a lamb roast, and it's the way we do it in our family. And so this person uh, decided to investigate further. So this person, this friend, friend of this lady, went to her mother, and asked her mother, "Why do you um, cut off the the ends uh, of the your leg of lamb before you put it into dish, put it into the oven to cook it?" And the mother said, "Oh, that's it. Just tastes better. That's the way we we do it in our family. It's a family <laughs> recipe." And so this lady went a step further. Went to the the, uh, the her friend's grandmother now, so the the mother's mother, and asked asked her, "Why why do you cut off?" the uh, ends of the, the leg of lamb before you put it into the oven. And the grandmother says, because my oven's too small. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. That's very Oh, uh, yeah, that's very clever, very isn't it? Yeah, like. and, and so, so um, there's many times, like, you know, when you're talking about the washing of the rice. So what happens is we sometimes we lose perspective or understanding of why things are done a certain way. And so education marketing is a fantastic way of getting your message across and getting your brand across. You know, when you, as you teach people, um, and that's why webinars are fantastic and convert really well, because if you get people, let's say, onto a webinar and you give them valuable information and you teach them stuff, then when it's time to present your the product or service that you're offering, they're much more inclined to buy because you've educated them, you've helped them, you've provided value to them. So uh, that that works extremely well, and and especially in your niche, Julie, there's many opportunities to to do that to That's educate right. people and to help people. Okay, all right, I'm going to have to 
end Change. our health discussion there because we're going to get stuck into uh, part two of our online business program. Good idea. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to talk about everyone's business today, doing part two of the online business coaching program. We're talking about your product. Let's try that again. And I think we've we got Jane. Jane, welcome to the call. Yes, I almost forgot it. Sorry. No, you're great. Great to have you here. We're just about, you come at a good time. We're going to talk, uh, we're just about to start talking about the Platinum Online Business Coaching Program. Okay. Yay. Now, you, when you, you weren't on the call last week, were you, Jane? No, my Skype was down. Okay. Probably the past two or three weeks. Okay. Yep. Yep. So what we did last last week, we started with um, week one of the coaching program, where we talked about the niche that we're going to be targeting for our online business. Now, uh, just briefly, so that we're all we're all on the same page, for yourself, Jane, for your online business, what do you what did you want to be targeting? What niche? You know, I'd, like, I'd like to successfully complete a campaign on one company. Yeah. And I think when we, I, I think we've had this discussion before and we talked about how you wanted to stay in the internet marketing niche. So you wanted to have a business that helped other people with their internet marketing. Is that correct? Or making money online? It is. Yes, it okay. is. Great. Okay, great. So you know what your niche is. We all, everyone else on the call knows what their niche is because we went through that last week. So uh, this week, what we're doing in the Platinum Online, Online Business Coaching Program is talking about your product, the product that you're going to, or the way that you're going to monetize your business. Okay, and what we all should understand is that. It takes the same effort to build a $100,000 a year business as it does to build a $10 million a year business. It's the same effort, really. And And a really important part was step one, understanding and choosing your niche. That is so important. A lot of people, they, they pick a niche that maybe they're not passionate about or is just the wrong niche for a business and they go through the whole effort of building a business like creating a website, building a funnel, driving traffic to it, all that kind of stuff and then at the end of the day they realize it's not really what they what they want to do or it's just not going to be successful. So that's why we spent week one on selecting a niche, so important. Now, um, again, and we wanted to, before we even start building our website and creating a sales funnel and and driving traffic, we t- we also want to have firmly set in our minds what it is exactly that we're going to be selling. Okay, and again, and just like it says on this slide, it does. It takes the same amount of effort for a hundred thousand dollar a year business to a ten million dollar a year business. So why not? You know, let's let's have the right mindset of building a big business rather than just a small one. And for everyone, it'll be different, right? For some of you, 
you'll be super happy to have a $100,000 a year business. And if that's your goal and that's what you want, great. Go for that. You, I'm not saying that you should be going for a $1 million or a $10 million business. That's fine. Um, but uh, for some of you, you may not realize that you have that capacity and that potential. And you do. Each of us has the potential and the capacity to create a $1 million a year business, a $10 million business. Um, now, we, we, we have to build up to that. You know, I'm not saying you're, you're there at that space right now. Um, it, may, it will take each of us... We, sorry, we all need to develop that potential, that, that capacity, but it is within each of us. So you do have that potential, um, and that's very important to understand. All right. Now, so what type of product are you going to have for your business? Is it going to be an information product? And what I mean by that is it's typically a digital product, like it could be an ebook. It could be an ebook and a video series. It could be just a video series. It could be an audio series. It could be a combination of any of those. Um, so there, it could be software. So that's an example of an information product. Uh, you could have a physical product. It could be so. Uh, it could be a Kangen water machine. Um, it could be uh, a, a physical book that you're selling. All right. It could be any. any there's lots of different physical products you can have. It could be a uh, electronic gadget um, and so forth. Okay, it could be clothing, and again, it could be a combination of the two. It can be an information product and a physical product combined. That's fine. It could be an affiliate offer. So maybe you don't want to, or you're not ready to right now, create your own product, and there's affiliate products that you want to create uh, that you want to promote. These could be uh, information product affiliate offers, digital products. They could be physical products. And um, you could sell, you could create a business around selling advertising space. So an example of this is, and what we've talked about previously, is if you have something that's high traffic, like you've got a set of YouTube videos or you've got a website that gets a lot of traffic, you might decide you want to sell advertising space. So like, for example, AdWords ads. So you share the revenue with AdWords for the advertising they do. Or you can be a direct um, pub, uh, publisher where you where people approach you directly and they say, hey, you, you've got a great site that gets a lot of traffic that we're interested in. We want to put our banner on your site. And that, that's an opportunity as well. All right. So that's the end of the, um, the presentation about talking about that stuff. So let's go individually into each of your businesses and talk about the products, the product that uh, you'll be each promoting. So I'm going to start off um, the, in, in the order that I see on my screen. So there's no particular order, just the order I see on my screen uh, for each of your uh, faces there. So Ulrike, you're first on my screen. What, what product or series or group of products will you be promoting? Uh, I am one. I should like to promote this Yukon, which is our supplement nutrition, which is a combination of turmeric with vitamin B and another kind of vitamin C. And uh, it's um, a product which is made with turmeric, organic turmeric from Japan. You you put my on screen my website. 
I have the website. My desire is to build like better uh, uh, um, landing page where to have a video to explain what is the turmeric and then uh, possibility to uh, log in and to create a free ebook uh, e because we don't really have a Enagic doesn't have an ebook for turmeric for Yukon and there are a lot of advantage and I should like a video because here I have entire website I want mm -hmm. a video mm -hmm. and with this kind of uh, uh, kind of login it's they just the the, the uh, you see the website say free consultation we don't spam and give us the information but i just they just offer free consultation i should mm -hmm. like to put an ebook and play the video who show the uh, benefits we have even better video video mm -hmm. than and make a, a way to people to log in to give me the information and uh, uh, ask for the free ebook and that will give me a list of email and I can start dealing with them mm -hmm. and this product I told you the big advantage of the product is not so high ticket like the Kango water machine but it's made with Kango water is organic turmeric from uh, Japan and every single piece is it's a uh, packed in a folly and doesn't the the property of turmeric doesn't disappear in meantime when the in the process okay. so uh, it's a special product it's a special multivitamin supplement nutrition which is very helpful it provides a lot of antioxidants and this i should like to promote and in the yes. same time they give the opportunity to become an energy distributor and to sell any kind of product energy company has. Yeah. Okay, great. So what we're going to, some of the things you're talking about, we're going to talk about in, in following weeks, in the coming weeks, like, yeah. you know, the, the way, like your, your lead magnet and your funnel and so forth. Yeah. But um, what we want to focus on today, and this is just not for Iga, but this is for everyone here on the call. What we want to focus on today is if you know the product that it is you're going to be promoting. And so from what you're telling me, Ulrike, it looks like you, you're saying you want to start off with a product that's more entry level, so lower barrier because of the price, so it's it's not as high priced, but it's also an introduction into the high ticket item, which is the King & Water machine. Exactly. Okay, great. And that's a, then that's a fantastic strategy, right? Product, give you 1,000 pills and at the same time give it the opportunity to do the business. Yeah, yeah, great. Fantastic strategy. You know, introduce them to something that's lower priced, uh, great, you know, good quality product that will then uh, lead its way to the high ticket item. F fantastic. And that's, look, a lot of, a lot of um, successful businesses do that. Actually, oh. I'd say pretty much all successful businesses do that. You know, th they have a lead-in offer, um, to, to bring people in high quality, low price, and then it's the upsell, right, to the, the other high ticket quality uh, to items. Um, similar thing, like when you go, uh, you know, classic example of this um, is when you go to McDonald's, you buy, you know, you, you, the, the drawing might be the burgers, the burgers that they offer, and then they upsell you on the fries and drink, okay? 
mm-hmm. and so they do that, right? They always do that. They always ask you, and so and that's where their profits are really made, right? The the leading offer they don't make any profit really, or not much profit on the burgers, because of the cost of advertising and the cost of actually the staff and the food, the food costs itself and all that. But when they upsell you, that's when that, that that's when they make their profits. Okay. Um, Thank you. All right, very good. So you know what you you're selling. Excellent. Uh, next on my uh, on that I see on the, here is Jane. Jane, what uh, product will you be selling? Do you know what product you'll be focusing on, or, or group of products? Are you still there, Jane? If you are, we can't hear you. Well, you'll have to oh, unmute. Can you hear mic. me now? Yes, we can hear you now. You, oh, okay, good, good. Uh, I want to stay in the affiliate marketing. And I want to continue with your business along with World Profit. But I also have uh, ClickBank and Amazon. So I want to do one plan and follow it through so that I can pick up and do my other plans. I have been in management. Sorry, it's breaking up a bit, Jane. Uh, We can't hear you anymore. That better? Can you hear me better now? Thank you. Yes, fantastic. Uh, I want to... I want to do the affiliate product, mm-hmm. but if I want to learn to completely how to use them. I've got so many things I have started and have not finished that I want to do that now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in, is there any specific affiliate offers that you want to promote? Do you know which? Do you know the products you want to be promoting in your business? Well, in World, uh, world Profit, I want to promote the traffic ad advertising packages. Uh, there's also a lot of click banking there. There's a lot of, of Jay-Z Zoo and uh, I got a lot of other things. Okay. That's what I want to do. Like I said, I've been a supervisor for so many, many, many years. I have not ever had to complete the follow-through. All I had to be able to do was explain to do it. Right. Most of the time, sometimes I could follow through and do it, but mostly I was there to answer the questions that are not normal. So I missed a lot in how to demote myself back to an associate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So that's great. So it sounds like you know what it is you want to promote. Right. All right. Okay. Great. All right. Fantastic. So, uh, Julie, um, what product or group of products will you be selling in your online business that we're going to be setting up? Well, mainly it'll be uh, recipes uh, via a digital product that they can download. Like an ebook. Okay. And I'll also be, like Jane, doing some affiliate marketing to do with health products that I'm, I'm more uh, conversed with. If you know, I know a lot about sleep apnea. That's why I wrote that article. Yeah. Um, and I've gone into it and I noticed that uh, it's so cumbersome when you do suffer with that condition to be wearing these CPAPs or be, be attached to a machine that helps you breathe when you can do it so simply by playing a, an instrument and having fun with it. Yeah. Okay, great. So, so that's why I wrote that article, and I still haven't completed the end of it, um, where you said that um, 
I should put in. I highly recommend. Oh, okay. Blah yeah. blah blah, and then um, highlight that and uh, and uh, link it up to the um, the website. Yeah, and, and we'll talk oh, about you- that more more over the coming weeks as we as we actually talk about the exactly how we're going to monetize it. We can go into you know strategies like that one, putting the links at the end of blog posts. And another thing, John, I'm mm-hmm. also thinking of. Uh, I'm still going ahead with the video. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah, right. Uh, on how to make. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of Japanese are going to be down my throat over this because I'm going to tell them not to to wash their sushi rice in this video. And uh, I've got even the heading for the sushi, so maybe it might attract a lot of attention. It may not. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Now, when you said that um, uh, YouTube likes to advertise on your videos, did you say an overlay? There's the two different ways that they'll do it. They'll put the an ad at the be- before your video yeah. plays. They'll play a video, a yeah. short uh, ad video, Which I don't or, want. right? Uh, and the other way is where they will over, like they'll have an ad that will appear at the bottom. At the bottom, o- over at the bottom of your video. Um, and it'll be sorry, I'll just reject this. Um, and it it'll be sort of like transparent background, so you can still see through the ad to the video, and it'll, it'll be uh, over the bottom section of your video. Bottom section. And if you want to, if you're not sure, um, just have a look. Uh, just go to some YouTube, very popular YouTube video. Just go search around YouTube, and you will eventually come across these type of ads, you'll see them. Yeah, I've actually seen them right at the very bottom. That can also be very irritating, I find, because I want to get to the point. I'd, I'd like to see the video without the ad, or you get the ad in front, and you've got to watch it for that duration before you get it to see the other video, and I find that irritating And it's well. something to keep in mind, right? That, that's true. Uh, yeah. You know, like you've got, people don't have time to watch videos, but a lot of them do watch it because they want to see the other video. But with my sort of character, I get a little bit impatient when I want to get to the point. It's also like when somebody writes an article and they don't get to the point of the article until you have to actually read the last paragraph. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? They beat around the bush with a lot of small words and then you think come on hurry up what are you talking yeah. about well and, and there's nothing wrong with that kind of a strategy like uh, as long as the content leading up is, to the ending is, is interesting a, exactly it's not just and funny boring and yeah yeah, that's yeah right. exactly yeah. you don't want to spill out facts and that's what i've that's why i try and make my articles more conversational rather than um give them a lot of facts like i did originally that can be quite boring yeah, definitely. Be as funny as you can, as entertaining, conversational as you can. Mm. Uh, I watched a, a video during the week of this guy doing door-to-door sales. Mm. It, was, it was a person in America. Mm. And he was so funny, and he was so fast, and talk, you know, just talk fast, funny. Did the, it was a great product, right? He was, he was promoting a cleaning product, concentrated mm. cleaning product in a bottle. It was sold mm. for $36, but it made like, uh, 68 bottles when, when you mm. diluted it with water and whatever. Mm. Uh, so it was a really good value product. Great, but he showed how it worked. It worked great. But the reason why I know this guy was super successful because he was just so funny. Mm. He was just, he was just 
hilarious. Jokes left, right, and center, like all the time. Mm. And people, yes, the product was great, but the real reason people were going to buy because they liked him because he entertained them, he made them laugh, mm. right? And they they liked him, and they it's hard to say no, right? It's hard to say no. Yeah, it is. It is. You, you sort yeah. of feel sorry for him in a way, so you buy his product. Yeah, and you feel yeah, you feel sorry, you still feel sad yeah. to say no because he's giving you that value, that entertainment. Yeah, because you know some of the most um, highest paid uh, professionals in the world are comedians, are inter- people that entertain, not just comedians, movie stars. So we want to be entertained, right? Mm. And so if you can entertain people. Um, so you definitely educate in your market, Julie, you want to educate, but make them laugh at the same time, right? If you can. And, and that yeah. can be learned. That can be learned. You're not, we're not born comedians. Okay. Some of us that we tend to be more inclined that way than others. Yes, that's true. But it is a skill you can learn. Mm. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely do that. So your products basically, so from what I understand, Julie, your product is going to be a, a recipe book. Mm. Now, you, are you going to be creating a physical and a digital? No, no, just a di- digi- the digital. Okay. Not just a physical. Digital. All right. Now, in and this is something you might want to test yourself. I'd recommend maybe even having both available. Because both available. what happens is with digital... I like res- a hard res- copy on Amazon to buy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because it's okay. easy, right? If you've got a digital version, you can easily, at no cost to you, you can create a physical version uh, by publishing it on Amazon. And mm. you definitely want to do that because more like because there's so many recipes available online today digitally, mm. and people don't pay for it. But mm-hmm. and and also, so a book definitely is higher perceived value, a physical book. But mm. also, people want to have reference it while they're cooking, right? Mm. Um, I mean, you, yeah. So. Anyway, for recipe books, yeah, I highly recommend. Yeah, a lot of people recommend. can't download either. So, yeah, maybe it might be better for them to uh, buy it in the physical sense. Yeah. So you can have both available, right? So you have physical book, which they pay slightly more for, and you have it, You can have a digital version. Um, you know and- what, John? I bought years ago, I wanted a vegetarian cookbook when I first changed my diet, and the only book I came across and the only book they had in stock was a vegan cookbook. So I bought that instead. Now that was very well laid out, but she, the 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 lady that wrote it, do you remember Linda Stoner from Prisoner? I used to watch Prisoner, but I don't don't recognise the name. I know if I see the face, I'll... or number ninety six. I'm not sure. She was blonde, blonde bombshell. Well, she wrote this book, but she also got a lot of recipes from other people because right. she couldn't. With all that she knew about veganism, it wouldn't it wouldn't have made this book possible. So mm. she got a lot of people to contribute their recipes right. to her book. And I suppose they also got paid in some shape or form, maybe by arrangement of something or another. I don't know how she arranged that. Mm. Plus she quoted uh, from quotable quotes uh, famous people about what they thought about veganism at the bottom and through philosophers and it's beautifully presented. It's a very nice book, but it's all cooked food. None of it's raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And she also um, imitated um, foods, just using uh, ve- vegetarian foods to make up like um, 
um, like stuffed zucchinis or stuffed uh, eggplants or stuffed potatoes. Or um, she had uh, baking potatoes um, with rosemary on top to give them the flavor. So, yeah, a lot of it's um, um, it's well presented, and but she sold it for about $35 a book. Mm-hmm. So I think a yeah. lot of people bought it. But, you yeah. know, it's, I'm sort of raw, so I do mm-hmm. look at it just to get some ideas of what I could do uh, in place of the cooked food to uh, presenting it raw. Yeah, and and another idea for you would be, uh, you might want to also have a, a video for sale, like a DVD, where you um, where you film yourself actually cooking these foods as well. You, you know, mean like, preparing the foods? Yeah, like preparing. Yeah, exactly. The way you prepare a meal, so you can okay. have two options. You got two options available. But yeah, I think that'd be great. I think that'll work really well. At, at least initially, because. In the future, I can see many other things happening, Julie. I can see you monetizing another way as you get as you get more popular. Um, you know, I'll have you, to you, I'll you have get... to expand. I'll have to expand because I can't stay in that same focused area either. I'll have Maybe to there's, there's nothing wrong with specialising. But what I'm what I'm thinking is that in the future, I can see you getting paid to appear uh, on television or getting paid to. From uh, endorsed products, as, you, as your popularity grows, there's more, much many more ways to monetize your business. But initially, I think that's great, having a physical, uh, a recipe book, digital version as well. Um, maybe having a video that you is also sell, people can watch you actually preparing the meals. Mm. Uh, I think that can work really, really well. All right, excellent. They uh, won't see me, John. <laughs> I'll be like that lady opening up the presents. Right, that's. Entirely up to you, Julie. I think you're Who's doing. I think you're doing yourself a disservice, but that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, I know. I'll have to advance to getting um, 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 a tripod, uh, a taller tripod to sit a camera on, for instance, or maybe get a person to film me, which would leave me free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I tried oh, to hire a TV, uh, what is it? A, one of the cameramen, but he uh, no. Okay. Well, we'll leave that. Mm-hmm. Some maybe I'm just not well-known enough yet. Yeah. Well, look, another option is, um, actually, I'm, I'm going to be doing filming an interview with someone, and uh, I was going to be doing it all myself, like setting up tripods and whatever, and, and I was talking to someone, a, a friend of mine, and he's he's actually interested in doing that for, uh, for a career, like creating short films and things like that. And oh, okay. He's, he's just starting out, and so he offered... He said, "Oh, he he want he he offered me. I didn't even. I was just telling him about it. And he said, look, oh, I'd love to help you. I'd love to actually do the filming, and edit the the video for you as well, and all that kind of stuff." Mm-hmm. And I said to him, "Well, uh, how can I help you?" And he's mm-hmm. and then I thought, "Okay, how about we put your business in the on credits, my video in the credits exactly? Yeah, in the so credits. we make we make it very obvious that this this film was created by, and we put his business name in his website." And I'm also going to help him set up his website. So it's like a bit of a win-win. Yeah, it's a two-way situation. You help the other person do it rather than just take it all for yourself. Yeah, so that's another possibility as well when when you're starting out and you want to create good quality videos. Mm. Uh, Or, you know, it's fine. Just create a, a, set up a tripod, stick your camera. It doesn't have to be flash, especially at the beginning. Mm. Uh, We can work our way uh, up as, as things progress. 
Yeah, All right, I, can put, I feel as I perhaps on uh, where is it locally here and see whether there's anybody just starting in the filming business would like to have their credits put up on the video. Uh, this this fella does do it, but he does it for um, special occasions like um, smart meters, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm against smart meters. Okay. Well, and another option is Gumtree as well. Just put it out on Gumtree and. and the- yeah, and see whether there's anybody out there willing to exchange, um, to do it as an exchange to have their name advertised in the credits, like you said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so in the interest of time, I'm going to go over to uh, Mel, Captain Mel. So, Mel, uh, what we talked about your niche last week is going to be uh, traffic or internet marketing, sub niche traffic, and social media. Traffic through social media, video marketing. Uh, what kind of product? Is, are you going to be creating your own product, Mel, or are you going to be promoting an affiliate offer? <clears throat> I haven't been thinking of a product for myself, but gearing up what I've already done and getting some of those moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've got so much established that's going to waste that I just don't want to pile more on top before I've sorted out what I've already done. Are you thinking to be creating your own product or uh, promoting an affiliate offer? I must have nearly a hundred affiliate offers out there and... Apparently, I haven't been doing a good job in marketing them. Okay. Well, look, if you're, um, I know that you, I know that you've mentioned in the past that time is not a something that's freely available to you at the moment. Like you don't have a lot of time, so maybe initially for you, it would be okay to, to stick with an affiliate offer. And there's heaps of affiliate offers you can promote in that niche, right? Uh, but as we go. Th- as we go on over the next few weeks and we set up the funnel and all that, I think that's where we're going to focus more on for you because, like I said, you've got the traffic already, but it's just the conversions are not great. They're not good at all. So uh, maybe the focus for you will be the, the actual funnel itself. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, I would encourage you, Mel, and you don't have to do this initially, but over time I'll definitely encourage you to have your own product. Uh, but have, want to promote affiliate offers? That's fine, and I'm sure we can get them to convert better than what they're doing right now. All right. So for you, now, do you know which affiliate offers you're going to be? Um, what, what I want you to do, if you don't already know, over the coming over the next week, I want you to have a look at all the affiliate offers that you're considering promoting, and send me a support ticket, and let me know. Uh, which ones you, you want to promote, and also I'll go through them. I'll go through them, and I'll give you my suggestions about which one to promote first as your the main product that you're going to focus on, and then which other subsequent pro- products you can promote in your sequence. Are you happy to do that? Like send me a support ticket sometime this week. Yeah, just by the way, I, I've done a certain amount of Facebook advertising, but. I haven't got the hang of how to use YouTube 
advertising, uh, to promote videos, get more traffic, that sort of thing. Okay. Yep. Um, over the coming weeks, like we're going to work on setting up the website and the sales funnel, and then we're going to talk about traffic. And when we get to that point, we'll go into detail about that. Yeah. When we get to that point, please bring that up. That'd be really good. All right. So I look forward, Samuel. I look forward to getting a message from you during the week. Just again, give me a list of the products that you uh, would thinking about promoting, and I'll sort of let you know um, which ones I think will do really well, and and maybe the sequence that we're going to promote them as well. Uh, Lyle, what what's your product going to be? <laughs> well, I think my product is me, actually, isn't it, really, at the moment? Yeah, that's a very good point, definitely. Physical presence at, any, at a gig, um, that's, you know, that's the starting point. Um, and from that comes, uh, you know, if, I, if I've written enough of my own material to sell a CD. But then, of course, nowadays people don't buy CDs. They do it, you know, there's so much music available online that people don't have to pay for. It's crazy. But anyway, some people do pay for it, like through iTunes. And I know I know a couple of my friends who've got music on iTunes and I, have, I suppose I really need to um, pick their brains on how they've done it and, you know, how it's going. You know, I should get around to doing that. Um, uh, I, some of the other, uh, what did I say? I, um, 18 ways musos can make money. There's 18 ways here, you know, um, um, things that I don't even understand, you know, like streaming. I've no idea what streaming is or, and crowdfunding, which is, uh, if you've got a, if you've got enough of a fan base, you can actually <laughs> ask them to, to, um, fund your next CD, CDs. Yeah, and it works apparently, but you know that's the track, you know. And there's like you know, if I had a, I guess if I had one, I had a website and a blog. Uh, I could, uh, you know, on the blog I could have, um, you know, I could advertise, uh, have affiliate products, I guess, um, and so on, things like that. But as I say, the, you know, the, when it comes to it, it's me. It's I'm it, you know. So, um, yeah, and you know, people like people, and I do at the moment. I'm doing covers. Um, you know, I cover other people's music, and and people like that because it re- it relates to their you know their youth and whatnot, and they yeah, you go out and you play you play all these old songs, and people like them because it you know, as I say, as I, I'm just repeating myself, it it you know it it's nostalgia. My uh, my kids, I've got uh, the, the, the 13, 11, and 8-year-old, they love um, listening to Bastille. And they, you know, that's what they do. They do a lot of covers. Mm. Oh, okay. They do, and well, you've heard of them before, haven't you? So, actually, no, I haven't, but I'll okay. look at that now. <laughs> yeah, they're, a, I think, the UK-based band, young band in... They, they, they do I think they have some of their own songs but they, they do most of their stuff and their really popular stuff is covers uh, cover songs lot, a lot of famous musicians cover other people's music that's for sure you know um, yeah the great, some of the greatest singers you know Elvis never wrote a song in his life yes. and he's like the king he's the king 
never wrote a song in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, you know. Obviously, famous people do sing other people's music. Uh, that's for sure. Um, if I was, um, if I could actually write music, you know, physically write notes and you know, all the spaces and all the timing and all that, that would be an avenue as well. But I'm not that cluey on that. I, I don't understand that. I've never never studied that. All all my music is played mostly by by ear or just by you know. The written written word and the written chord. You know, this is a D major seventh, and I know what a D major seventh is. You know, you know what I mean. Like, if I see if I see music and it's got D major seventh on top of uh, a word, I know what the chord is already because you know, obviously I've learned it over the years. If you know what I mean. But uh, proper sheet music is like, oh my goodness, I've got to. Um, now that's an A and that's a B. Oh no, there's a sharp on the near the treble clef, and so it's not a B. It's a B. Uh, it's an uh, sorry, it's a, a B flat or whatever, whatever it is, you know. So it, it, that would take me a million years to do that. So that's not an option really. But um, actually, you know, writing my own music is is something I'm interested in doing. Um, and I think I've said to you before, I've got a mate who's, um, I've got one song in the pipeline at the moment and I'm waiting on him to get back to me. And he's also, got, he's also quite prolific in his own right in as much as he gets a lot of gigs and uh, mm-hmm. picking his brains. And uh, he's also got, he's got a um, spreadsheet of um, about 1,400 different venues in Victoria. Now, if I've got a website, or you know, a, a website. I can I can email these people and say, you know, I, you know, I'm available for gigs, whatever. Uh, here's my URL. Um, here's a sample of my music, and so on and so forth. So it's sort of like a it's an advertising page for myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look, I, I don't know your your industry, right? Oh, uh, it's, it's, you you know it better than anyone else so huge but it's also not easy to get into and that's okay and that's that's okay uh lol and that's why we're here right yeah that's exactly why we're here Mm. because um using uh so we can we can learn from each other and help each other so you can break through because i believe that um if something is difficult that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's a really good thing because when you you understand what the successful people are doing and you implement it, mm. there's you know the, there's ways for you to get ahead. You will easily you'll much easier get much easily get ahead because there's plenty of room at the top, right? There's plenty yeah. of room at the top. Yeah. Down the bottom, everyone's pushing and <laughs> each other around. It's all. Uh, it's like it's really crowded and whatever, but at the top it's 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 easy. But really, you just got to reverse engineer things, and that's the important thing to understand. You've got to look at who's someone in your industry that's achieving what you want to be achieving, and you find out what they're doing and just do the same sort of thing. So, mm. what? Who, who is someone that's achieving what you want to be achieving? Can you th- can you think of anyone? Uh, yeah, just a sec. I'm just writing that down. Uh, <laughs> um, well, as I say, my mate, who's uh, you know, he's a bit slow in getting back to me, but um, I mean, 
he seems to be doing quite well. As you know, I know several people who are gigging quite. You know, one one guy I know had 127 gigs last year. Yeah, and does he do the same type of type of music that you do? Like, do, would he? Would he? Oh, sorry, I should say. Does he perform in front of in front of the same type of audience that you want audiences that you want to perform performing in front of? Yeah, clubs and pubs, okay. places, you know, cafes, anywhere. But he, he's he, it's all I, pretty much. I think is all his music, um, mm-hmm. and that's okay because, like you said, people love cover stuff, right? So, um, and and if you do, you is that a disadvantage? Do you think if you're doing just cover material? Um, yes and no. Um, uh, venues love cover cover musos because, as I say earlier, said earlier that it's what people want. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's but great. But musicians want want to get their own music out there. Yeah. Well, um, that's fine because what you want to be doing, Lyle, is there's two things you want to be achieving. One thing is you want to be doing something that you, that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Exactly. But also you want to be appealing to your market, what your market wants. So if if both are in sync, that's fantastic, right? But you can also improvise too. So let's say people like covers because they know what to expect, right? Because when people go and see a band they've never heard of before, they don't know what to expect. But if you're doing cover songs of covers of songs that they know and bands that they like, you're right. People like that because that's why people like McDonald's, right? Because you know, whichever McDonald's you go to, you know you're going to get the same food. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same. When you do cover music, people like that because they know they're going to enjoy the experience because they already know the songs, they like the songs, and they just want to they want to go to a live performance. But at the same time, uh, if you want to get your artistic side out and you, and you want to and you want to be creating your own music and performing that, it's fine to do that too while you're performing covers. Oh you yeah, can, you, you can you perform can your covers in a say, you know, couple of couple of your own. Yeah, That's exactly. So you, exactly. it's it's actually really good. You get to do both, right? So everyone, everyone's happy, really, in that scenario. So this person that got a lot of gigs, 127 gigs last year, what uh, what are they doing to get those gigs? Uh, as far as I know, um, well, he's traveling a lot, for one. Um, he's actually in London at the moment. Um, uh He's got videos out on YouTube. Um, okay. He, uh, I'm not sure. He may have his own site. I, I, okay. um, I'm Facebook friends with him, and I and, and uh, I, yeah, I should actually ask him. I suppose. Yeah. Um, hey, that's a good point. Um, you know, um, don't be afraid to ask people. People, trust me, if you approach it in the right way. Successful people are happy to share with you what they've done to bring them success. Okay, um, I'll give you an example. So, I was uh, as everyone here in Australia is familiar with this new chain of um, Mexican uh, takeaway pl- a place called Zem- Zambreros. Has everyone here heard of Zambreros before? No. Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe it's not big in Melbourne yet. Um, there's a few of them up here in Brisbane. I think there's a lot in Sydney. But anyway, keep it's, your eye. Out. Keep your eye out. It's it's like um, it's basically. John, is it a Mexican group? Yeah, it's a it's a Mexican uh, takeaway 
Chase to be the new taco. Oh bill. yeah, you met, you mentioned that last week, I think, about some so, so, sombreros. Okay, yeah, great. So I was listening to the uh, CEO, and yeah, I did. You're right. I did talk about him in a previous. Yeah, you did before. because I remember you saying something about about the sombreros. Yeah. Now so, come to think of it, that's right. So he's he's a young CEO. He's a young man. And what he did, because he doesn't, he didn't have any experience in, when he was appointed CEO, he'd never, of Zambreros, he'd never been a CEO before, he'd never even been in the hospital, in the food industry before, he didn't have a clue, right? So <laughs> what he, he didn't, so what he did was he called all the CEOs of the big, the big companies out there, I'm talking McDonald's, uh, you know, Subway, whatever, other fast food companies, even competitors, right? We're talking competitors. Called the CEO and he said, "Hey, I'm the newly appointed CEO of a, of a new of a small franchise, uh, and look, I, I really respect what you've done in your business to have success. I'd I'd love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you. My shout. Do you know what happened? Do you know how many people said yes? All of them. All of them. Wow. And he sat down with them." spent an hour with them, and he learned so much. And you can imagine, he sat down with 30 of them, 30. He learned so much, and he's just doing awesome. Again, no, never been a CEO before, no experience. I don't even think he's got a college degree, or maybe he does. That's irrelevant. So um, what you could do, what I highly recommend you do, Lyle, have a chat with this guy. Yeah, so, I... Hey, look, I, look I, I'm, you know... I've seen what you did. I heard about what you have achieved last year. Have a lot of respect for you. Um, would love to have a chat with you. Um, uh, to, you know, pick your brain a little bit. Offer, offer him something, maybe a cyber coffee. I don't know because he's in you. Wait till he comes back to Australia. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and not not just him, right? Approach oh, okay. approach others mm. that have achieved that are achieving have achieved what you want to achieve. Have mm. a chat with them. Find out exactly what is they're doing. Because, um, you know, he might say to you, he might say, yeah, look, it's those videos on YouTube. I get people contacting me all the time. And that might be all he's doing to, to, get, um, to get this business that he's getting. He might say, yeah, it's the videos on YouTube, but then from the videos on YouTube, they come to my website and, you know, and, that's, and then they see more of my stuff. He might not even have a website. YouTube videos and just see it. There's a, a link there. I haven't. I didn't actually do that, but I will do that. Oh, mainly because the the videos I've watched are his that he put on 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 on, uh, on uh, Facebook. But then again, that links back to YouTube, so it should. If there is a, if there's a URL or his website or whatever, I, I will check that out. But as I say, I've got a mate who's going to rec- who's, who's going to be recording this song with me, mm-hmm. and I will also pick his brains and definitely uh, pick their yeah. brain. Now what? Because this week we're fo- focusing on product, what mm. I, what um, one thing you I want you to focus on, not necessarily just focus all your attention on that, because I do want you to talk to them about how they get their how they get their business, but I want you to talk to them to how do they monetize, like how they how are they earning money, how much are they charging for their gigs, um, you know that kind of stuff, because that's that's what we're focusing on on this week, is your product. So I want, you, I want you to have a clear idea of, you know, once you start getting that interest, once people start contacting you, I want you to have a clear idea of how much you're going to be, you're, what, what you're going to be offering to people 
and how much you're going to be charging. Yeah. Okay. So you need because you, you need to know um, how much, especially because you're offering your own time, right? Mm. Oh yeah, and, I... and so you have to be very specific about how much you're going to be charging, and you need to plan out how many gigs do I need to be performing per year, and if I perform that many gigs, how much money am I going to be making? Or go back in reverse, if yeah. you if you lie, want to be earning a hundred thousand dollars per year in your pocket, I want you to reverse engineer it and say, okay, how much do I need to be charging, and you know where are my expenses going to go? How much am I going to be earning in my pocket? How many gigs? Like, and let's say, for example, for each gig you do, you get two hundred dollars. I mean, I don't know. I'm just pulling figures out of the air, right? You yeah. might get more than that. You might get less. I don't know. But let's say for each gig that you do, you earn two hundred dollars. So you you might you might calculate that. So you have to be doing whatever it is, five hundred gigs. You, know, yeah. you might have to be doing five hundred gigs for you to be earning a hundred thousand dollars a year, or I'm not sure if I have that right. Well, yeah, whatever the figure is, yeah. And yeah. But, uh, venues, so you, you, it's always a tricky business, apparently. I've noticed that anyway. I, I, you know, talking to musos, it's, uh, you know, some people get ripped off and, um, you know, some people want to get this amount of money, but the venue's only, only prepared to pay that amount of money and it's a yeah. compromise. And then you get musicians against musicians. Oh, no, you shouldn't compromise, you know. We, mm-hmm. You should get at least two hundred and fifty to three seventy-five. You know, don't go, don't play yeah. for one hundred and fifty, and so on. Uh, mm-hmm. But some, some places will not pay, charge you, uh, pay you any more than one hundred and fifty and a free meal. Okay. You know? Lyle, now, uh, sorry, Lyle, no, get yourself well known, then you can name your price. Well, that's right. Yeah. That is, and that's, don't listen to the other musos. You just it. go along with what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. You know. that, because that's, people can be more of a hindrance to your career than, you, you know, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. If I were you, I'd be doing so-and-so. Well, they're not you, Lyle. You <coughs> are who you are. Mm. You've got to get yourself out there. Even if you get $150, well, it's $150. That that's is more big. than you had before. Yeah. That, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, but, um, you know, there is a time factor. I mean, $150, and if you're going to be using your own equipment, there's the setting up time, the pulling down time. So a three-hour gig becomes a five-hour job for $150, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, yeah. but you've got to get – you need to go on – you're starting at the bottom rung. You're not well-known yet. Yeah, when you become well-known, well, guess what? You name your price, and they'll have to pay it to get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I appreciate yeah. what you're saying, uh, Julie. Absolutely. Yeah, some good points there. Now, another thing I, I just want to um, uh, mention too, Lyle, is that uh, when you're when you're asking, because like a lot of people are going to are going to give you advice, right? Only ever take advice from those that have achieved or are achieving what you want to achieve, because advice yeah. is cheap, right? Everyone everyone wants to give advice. Now, uh, so this person, for example, that was doing 127 gigs last year, um, as much as you can, as much as you feel comfortable, ask them how much they actually earned in their pocket. Because we don't want to, what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is... Yeah, I realize that, yeah. Yeah, because you want to make sure that uh, you're getting advice from someone that's, that's not only having success as far as getting a lot of gigs, but they're actually earning what you want to be earning. Yeah. So if they're if they're getting the amount of gig, like if they're earning the amount you want to be earning, and uh, then that's fantastic. Then keep keep finding out more about what they're doing, and to, to get to get that success. And 
just model it and, yeah. and learn from as many people as you can don't limit yeah. yourself to one or two go yeah. out there and, and really find out from a lot of successful musicians what they're doing what they're doing as many as you can so how do you um, you feel good about doing that Lyle? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I certainly will be you know, doing all that sort of research for sure. Okay, because you know what's going to happen now that we've said this? Yeah, you're I'm going to be following up on <laughs> with you. Yeah, that's right. He's going to be chasing you up next week, yeah. Lyle. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, okay, I'll be harassing you. Like, yeah, you'll like be your, Like your mother-in-law, like a mother-in-law. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Okay. John, before you go. Yes. While you were, I was still listening to the call, I went and had a look at my dashboard on the blog. I've got three replies to the sleep apnea article. Great. And two of them are extremely urgent. He's written a whole half page on what I should be doing. He's, he's telling me he's the manager for a star SEO marketing and he thinks that I should get my product out there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, there'll be an awful lot of people interested in it. And he's written a whole lot. He's written twice. He's written from a private, um, I'd say, a private email address to try and get my attention to it. Yeah. And he says, uh, hi, my name is Adrian. I'm the marketing manager at Star SEO Marketing. I was mm-hmm. just looking at your How to Cure Sleep Apnea by playing the didgeridoo, blah, blah, blah. And then yep. he says, uh, your site has the potential to get a lot of visitors. I just wanted to tell you, in case you didn't already know, there is a website network which already has more than 16 mm. All right. million so, so users. Before, sorry to cut Do you, you off. Do you think this is sorry. advertising? It's spam. It's spam. Oh, okay. yeah, totally. All right. This other one, he's got me again, but this this is a different um, IP address altogether and a different email. So I'd say it's private. He's starting again on this thing and to tell me that I could do all this with it. Yeah. The one at the very bottom, I know that's spam because I saw this post on other blog. It has yep. identical meaning but are completely different words. He wants to say, sell to me the Reinhardt's rewriter. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a lot of spam. a lot of spammers target uh, WordPress sites um, because they can send out, they can use scripts to send out messages like this. Either they either they spam your uh, they use your comments to try to get backlinks for SEO, for their own SEO, oh. or to advertise their products right, and services. So, so just, just it totally ignore, yeah. The only, right. the only comments, because uh, if people want to contact you for business, they'll contact you the normal way. They won't use your WordPress site. So okay. um, just um, the only comments I ever publish on my blog are, are ones that I can tell are genuine. People that have actually read the content. And they're not trying to advertise. I don't mind if they want to backlink back to their site, but as long as it is like a decent site, and, mm. and it and it's, I can tell it's not a robot or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so I've just listed all of them as spam. Just thought I'd ask you before I did yeah. any replies. Yeah, because I, no, they fine. were actually posting links in between that to uh, lead me to another site. Right. So right. you know, to get me to probably, uh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> Mm. I just thought I'd ask mm. you anyway before yeah. I did anything because, uh, sure. yeah, I don't want to be having a lot of spam on it. No. no. So I've actually deleted all of them. Mark okay. them as spam. That's it. All right. Look, I, uh, so is everyone happy with week two? Like we all know, are we all happy with our product? Yep. Or, I'm or happy with some mine. of you have been given assignments? Yep. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Any, 
Any um, questions or comments? Anyone mm-hmm. feel left behind? I don't want to leave, again, no one, no one to be left behind. So anyone, everyone's okay? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm good, good as well. I've got plenty of homework. Thank you. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, right. I look, uh, yeah, I look forward to us going on to um, uh, week three next week. Uh, next uh, one, we're going to be talking about your lead magnet. Okay, so that's something also to think about uh, in preparation for next week. We're going to be talking about what are you going to use to get people onto your list. Mm. Okay, what are you going to offer as your lead magnet? So it might be a free report. It could be a, a video, educational video. Um, it'll typically be one of those. Uh, so what are you going to use to get people onto your list? What is going to be your lead magnet? So we're going to talk about it. I don't, I, you don't have to have that ready for next week, but just letting you know, so something to think Run about. Run some ideas. Yep, yep, great. All right, no, thank you, everyone. I- thank you, or, uh, Ko, for being on the call. Or Rika also, Jane, Julie, Mel, oh, thank Lyle. you for doing that. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you, John. Bye, thank you, John. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. A transcript summary of today's podcast, including links to sites mentioned, is available on my blog at johnlagodakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K-I-S.com. And if you'd like help setting up your own successful internet marketing business, I highly recommend you check out my free webinar at makemoneywithjohn.com. Thank you for joining us on this audio program. For more online success strategies, visit makemoneywithjohn.com.